1: Earlier on in the program, we were talking about back to school just a few days away, and we were talking about the teachers and hiring for the positions to bring things back to levels of many years ago. It uh, might be a little bit uh, chaotic, might be a little bit uh, unorganized for the first couple of weeks as various school districts try and fill those positions and get everybody into place. That could lead to a bit more stress, possibly anxiety, not only for parents, but also for students. So we are talking to a psychiatrist with BC Children's Hospital. Dr. Zhang Vo is joining us on the line to talk about some tips for parents and families heading back to school. Dr. Vo, thank you so much for being with us.
0: It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, just a clarification, I'm a pediatrician and adolescent medicine specialist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm really happy to be talking to you today.
1: Sorry about that. I don't know why I had that written down there. There you go. You are more than qualified to be talking about this. Um, Tell us a little bit about how real is it, uh, the anxiety or stress that children might feel uh, going back to school? Oh,
0: it's, it's quite common. I would say most kids experience some degree of stress in going back to school. Um, and stress is actually a normal and healthy part of daily life, uh, especially when there's changes happening, going back to school in a new routine, new friends, new setting. So it's completely normal. I think the question uh, that parents and healthcare providers need to be asking ourselves is, uh, can kids cope with it? And when does it become a concern?
1: And at what age do we, do we think? Is it elementary school or high school? Where, where should we be looking for this the most?
0: Uh, we see it at all ages, but the most uh, critical times are during times of transition to going to a new school. So going into kindergarten and grade one is a, a pretty stressful time. And then also going into grade eight, uh, entering high school is a quite stressful time, but we can see it at any age.
1: And what do you tell parents then that might be noticing or picking up on their kids uh, acting a bit more stressed out or, or showing signs of anxiety? I think it's
0: important for parents to tell kids that being stressed out is completely normal. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's really important to be able to talk about it and also learn how to recognize when you're stressed out and learn how to cope with it in a healthy way.
1: And what would be some of your advice then to parents?
0: So first of all, um, they can just tell their kids, look, stress happens to everybody. Um, I'm here for you. We can talk about it anytime. And continuing to open that door, even if a a child doesn't want to talk about it uh, the first time a parent asks. Um, and then making sure that uh, there are healthy routines uh, with the child and with the family to promote mental health and resilience so those are things that sound simple but are often easy to forget when things get busy for example exercising well sleeping well eating healthy uh, and then uh, doing things uh, for stress relief and stress management so those can be things like uh, talking it can be things like writing it can be things like exercise it can be things like mindfulness and meditation uh, there's lots of ways to cope with stress in a healthy way.
1: Do we run the risk, though, of, of uh, buying into it? Maybe if if a child is uh, just doesn't want to go back to school, and parents uh, can parents then play into it and 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 uh, acknowledge that as perhaps stress or anxiety when really it's just a kid's having too much fun in the summertime and, and just doesn't want to go back.
0: Well, I think a kid who doesn't want to go back to school and if it's really uh... very difficult to get a, a kid to go back to school uh... then we do have to worry about some uh... significant stress or anxiety most kids won't want to go back to school and uh... and they'll be a little bit hesitant to go but most kids should be able to go when their parents uh... and the people in their lives are saying look it's time for school and and you need to go so if there's uh, real significant problems so for example in younger children there's tantrums there's physical resistance Um, and then with teenagers, you just can't get them out of bed, Um, then usually at that point, we would need to uh, ask ourselves, is something else going on? Is there uh, an anxiety or depressive disorder or something else going on?
1: Uh, summertime can be a time when you kind of throw the routine out the window. <clears throat> maybe you go on vacation, you're staying up later than you would be during the school year. Maybe you're not eating as healthy, you're eating a more kind of picnic summer food. How soon should parents try and wean their kids off of that or maybe get back to a more school year type routine before the year actually starts?
0: Yeah, I think about one to two weeks before school starts, it's a good time to start talking about school, uh, start preparing, uh, making it, uh, putting it at the top of mind, uh, start getting into more normal routines in terms of eating and sleep and exercise. Uh, and I think that usually can help the transition go a little bit easier. So usually one to two weeks or so.
1: And you mentioned as well that the change can be, the change of a school can be quite stressful for kids. Are there ways to to ease that? I mean, go, maybe going to the school before school starts so a student knows what it looks like, isn't, isn't kind of hit with all of this new thing, all of these new things on the first day?
0: Yeah, I think that's really important and and can be very useful to visit the school. And more important than seeing what the school looks like is meeting the people at the school because we know that feeling connected at a school is a very important protective factor for mental health of children and youth. So knowing a teacher, a counselor, or knowing some of their peers who are going to school, that's really going to help them to uh, have a healthier transition.
1: Uh, And what about uh, diet uh, leading up to this and making sure your kids are eating healthy and getting the nutrition that they need?
0: It's really important for kids to be eating at least three meals a day. Uh, Breakfast is very important, and I know a lot of uh, that's kind of grandmother's wisdom, but it's actually very true. Uh, And then if they're active kids, typically one to three snacks a day as well, especially if they're doing sports.
1: All right. Uh, teenagers, we often talk about sleep patterns of teenagers. Uh, they can be difficult to get up early in the morning to get them to the school, especially coming off of the summer months. So what advice or how do parents deal with that?
0: So uh, it's, it would be helpful to start uh, shifting the sleep schedule again about one to two weeks before school starts. It turns out that teenagers need more sleep than we used to think. So an average teenager needs somewhere around nine Uh, to nine and a half hours of sleep, which is more than many of them think. Uh, And their uh, sleep cycle is also a bit more delayed uh, compared to adults as well. So it it is naturally harder for kids to wake up. Uh, But that said, if we can start instituting a bit earlier bedtime and earlier wake-up time, one to two weeks before school starts, uh, that can uh, help them to be ready to get up when the school year starts.
1: And because uh, being a bit stressed out, being anxious uh, can be a very normal response for children and teens going back to school and such, what should parents be looking for to know if their child is a bit stressed, a bit anxious, but, but nothing too, too serious? It's just the, the jitters that you might feel before going back to school. Uh, how do parents know when it's that compared to something that might, uh, might be a more serious condition and something that needs medical attention?
0: Yeah, I would say uh, there's two things. Number one is how long the symptoms go on. So for if it's a week or two, that's pretty normal. But if it's going on many weeks or months at a time, uh, that would be concerning. And the other thing is, uh, is the child or teenager still able to function in their life? So are they able to go to school? Are they able to see their friends? Are they able to see their family? Are they eating? Are they sleeping? Um, Are they uh, worrying all the time? Are they extremely shy, avoiding people? Uh, are they uh, having physical complaints that don't have an explanation? For example, stomach pains, headaches, difficulty breathing. These can also be signs of stress. And so if these things are going on, then I think it's it's worth thinking about whether we should uh, get some help.
1: Uh, and you talked about talking to them. And I, I would imagine, too, that's just making sure a student, your your child knows uh, they can talk about it. They might, even if they're embarrassed or it seems strange or, or different, you can t- talk it out and and figure out what's wrong.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. Parents just giving uh, kids permission to talk about these things where there's, honestly, there's a lot of stigma around it. There's sometimes shame. These are not easy things to talk about. So just letting your kid know, we can all talk about it. I'm here for you. I'll be here for you no matter what. I love you no matter what. So expressing unconditional love. And then also parents can role model this too. So they need to not just uh, talk the talk, but walk the walk. Show their kids that they are, recognizing their own stress, their own anxiety, their own emotions, show their kids that they can talk about their own emotions and that they can demonstrate healthy coping behaviors. And when kids see this, um, what parents do is way more important than what parents say. So if kids see their parents doing this, then that will help them uh, have an easier time talking to their
1: parents. And what about overbooking? When school starts, uh, suddenly you're back in this routine of Monday to Friday, um, a lot of kids get into sports and such. Uh, Is there a concern that we go from the more lazy, uh, kind of laid back summer months to suddenly uh, being involved in all these things? Do parents need to be concerned about overbooking their children?
0: I think that's certainly an issue. Um, Dr. Daniel Siegel, who's a pretty well-known child psychiatrist, he's developed a concept called the healthy mind platter. And the idea behind this is basically that the mind and body needs a variety of different activities in order to be healthy and balanced. And so that does include focused activities like learning and concentrating, exercise, but it also includes things like uh Time in and play time. So time just to yourself, uh, time to relax, time to enjoy, um, time to do things that are just fun, Uh, and all of those things are important for healthy development and healthy growth. Uh,
1: Because really, even though uh, a lot of children maybe think they don't want to go back to school or they're sad that the summer is coming to an end, it can also be a very exciting time. You're going into a new grade, you're 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 meeting new people, your life is continuing on. Uh, It should be, I would think, a time uh, to be celebrated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And many kids, uh, once they get through the first few weeks of initial stress and anxiety and they start meeting their peers and they start developing relationships with the teachers and the staff, uh, then they, they will enjoy school. So that's certainly what we hope for.
1: Uh, should we be concerned as well with the uh, the state of schools in some of the bigger school districts right now? Uh, Surrey, uh, Vancouver, uh, having so many positions that are still being filled, and we are being told uh, there there will be some uncertainty in the beginning of the year. There there are uh, positions that haven't been filled, so teachers on call will be brought in. Some other teachers might be shifted around. Uh, does that make it more difficult when students it takes a bit longer to settle in to know who your teacher is, to know where where your classroom, what your cl- classroom looks like?
0: Um, you know, I, I, I don't really know that I can comment on uh, school policies. That's a little bit out of my area uh, to comment on the, the personnel of schools. I, what I would say in general, though, is that um, kids are pretty resilient and that when they know that they're cared for and that they're connected at the school, they're usually able to handle ups and downs.
1: All right. Some great advice. Dr. Vo, thank you so much for joining us and chatting with us this morning. I appreciate it.
0: it It's my pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: All right. That is Dr. Zung Vo. He's a pediatrician. He was joining us to talk about some tips, some ways to deal with children going back to school, whatever the age, if they're feeling a bit stressed out or a bit anxious about the start of the school year.
0: Vancouver's News,
1: Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.